Hey there, I'm Becky, and welcome to Literary Escapes with me, Becky. In today's episode, I have a special guest, and we're going to talk all about literary escapes. She has book recommendations for you, so let's go and see where we're going to escape to today. Welcome once again. We are ready for our next episode of the Literary Escape podcast, and I am so happy to have Sheila back with me. Sheila is one of my favorite readers and always has fabulous books to recommend for us. So Sheila, how are you doing today? I'm good. I'm so glad to be back. I love I've having been, you back. We always have such books. great conversations. That's right. I've been reading books madly so that I can come back on again. Yay. <laughs> That's awesome. Yay. And Sheila is part of our Literary Escape Society, the membership book club. And so I know that you've read all of those books, or at least some of them. Yep, and I read so, all the books. Every yeah. Month. <laughs> and so you are, how many books do you think you've read this year? Have you kept track? Um, I have track. I track on Goodreads. I started okay. doing that a few years ago. And when the first year I started it, I think I remember I was, I was so upset. I, I like had not even read like 12 books that year. And I was like, oh my goodness, this is a tragedy. How has this happened? This this is not good. That's like not even a book a month. That's terrible. So I started tracking and doing their little annual reading challenge. Yes. So, um, so then the next year I set my challenge for 12 books. I was like, I can read 12 books. I can do that. I can do that. So then, um, last year I almost didn't make it. And it was like one of those, like, technically, maybe I made it, but maybe I didn't. Yeah. I like, no, it totally counts. So, I, <laughs> so I, what was your goal this year? So I set my goal lower this year because I didn't want to not make it again. So I had it set at, I think, 24. Okay. And then I bumped it to 36. Okay. And then I bumped it to 48. Because every time I get to the goal, I'm like, well, let me bump it a little higher. <laughs> so now I of- think I can make it. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I love that. So where are you at now? How many books? Have so you read this year? I think I'm around 50 now, like I'm past the 48, but I'm close enough to the end of the year that I'm not going to reset my goal again. I'm just going to get bonus books. That's awesome. Good for you. That's a, that's a good year's reading. It's been good. It's been yeah, good. that's really good. So you have some more book recommendation, literary escape recommendations for us. I do, I about. do. And so where are we headed to first? Okay, so first, let's go. We're going to go from east to west, and we're going to stop first in Minnesota. Okay. Technically, that's the middle, but from, you know, the way we're headed, that's east. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so Minnesota it is. What book have you got for us? So the first book is Logger Queen of Minnesota. Okay. It was written by J. Ryan Strudall, perhaps. Not sure how to say his last name. Okay. I've not heard that book. Tell me all about it. So I don't even remember why I found this book. Sometimes things just pop up or maybe I was like searching around for like places to go. Okay. Yeah, exactly. So Minnesota, I actually drove through Minnesota this summer on my trip. So, um, and my family is a little bit from the Midwest. So so it's a little bit like going home. So the Lager Queen of Minnesota, it's a small town in Minnesota. It's a family. There's a craft brewery business. And nice. so, um, a little bit of competing breweries. I don't know. It was really interesting because it really takes you into the world of the small town or not even small town, just a small craft brewery Okay. and like how it works. And there was the girl was getting tutored by 
an expert locally and they formed this nice relationship. He was like a mentor, almost like a family father figure. And eventually she takes over his business. Um, There was a falling out with her sister, I believe. And then, you know, it all comes first circle. And at the end, they kind of come back together and they're working together and, and everything works out. But the other thing that I really liked about it as a Midwestern roots girl, it felt very true to me of like, what is a small town Midwestern town like? Nice. And they included winter in the book, which, you know, Minnesota, (laughs) like a real winter, (laughs) right. (laughs) Real winter. And like, slipping on the, the glamorized winter <laughs> exactly i'm pretty sure she like slips on the ice at least once and like falls and gets hurt and you know what i mean like the real winter <laughs> exactly yeah i like so, uh yeah the books that kind of glamorize it where you know they look cute and you know it's all beautiful and lovely which is fine except that you also have to like clean your car up you have to let it sit there for however right. many minutes to warm up and <laughs> I've only lived in Colorado for a few summer, or excuse me, a few winters. And that was even kind of a sanitized winter, to be honest with you. It's not like Minnesota. So <laughs> that's funny. I know. Well, and I've been living in Virginia long enough that I don't know if I could handle a real winter again. <laughs> yeah. East it's- coast is definitely different than the mountains um, mm-hmm. or, or the Midwest even. Right. And we're close enough to the like kind of in the middle. So we're close enough to the South and we're close enough to the coast that the winters are pretty mild. Like we get a couple of little snowstorms, but most of the time it's not like hovering below freezing for days on end. And the snow doesn't stick around. Right. Right. Exactly. It comes and it's gone just like that. Yeah. Nice. Okay. (laughs) I'm afraid of real winter. I don't know if I can do it. (laughs) (laughs) I understand that one. (laughs) Being a Florida girl, I totally get that one. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it was in the 40s this morning and we were a little freaked right. out so like yeah. get out the winter coats <laughs> but it's 70 now so we're all good <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> that's funny I was like yeah it's gonna warm all the way up to 50 today it's gonna be great <laughs> <laughs> oh that's funny so Minnesota and tell me the title again the Minnesota was the logger queen of Minnesota the Logger Queen of Minnesota and Logger L A G E R. Yes, as in beer. Versus L O G G E R. Correct. This is okay. the beer version, the beer queen of Minnesota. <laughs> nice. Okay. That puts a whole different spin on it, right? Right. Yeah. That would be a completely different book. <laughs> <laughs> so, The Logger Queen of Minnesota. Excellent. And so, where is our next stop? All right. So, heading a little farther west, we're going to stop in Montana. Mm, nice. The book is Chasing Fire by Nora Roberts. So not cold, like the Logger Queen book felt cold to me. I don't know why, even though I don't think the whole thing was in the winter, but this book, Chasing Fire, we're fighting forest fires in the summer. Definitely not cold. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I've, I've actually read this book, but go ahead and tell us about it. Okay. So I actually really enjoyed it when yeah. I also drove through Montana this summer. <laughs> You, and see, for, Sheila takes a huge <laughs> trip every summer. And so, and it lasts like a month or something, right? Yeah. We're usually gone a month each time. And they so. go all over the place. How many States did you hit this summer? This summer? I think we only got 23. <laughs> <laughs> and granted you didn't necessarily stop in them all. Right. Or well, did you? I mean, I'm, yeah, I mean, for the most part, Okay. Almost every state had a stop of some sort. That is amazing. 
we spent almost an entire day in Ohio, which is unusual for us because normally it would be like Ohio and Indiana and <laughs> but my kids are like, we're still in Ohio. <laughs> Like, yeah, I thought we'd actually see some of like it. This see time. Ohio this time. Yeah. Something new and different. <laughs> <laughs> so where in Montana does the book take place? You know, I think it takes place in, I want to say Missoula. That's what I was thinking too, but it's been yeah. long enough that I, since I've read we it. So stopped there. That was like one of our main stops in Montana. And I really, there's a visitor center, a like smoke jumpers okay <laughs> the smoke jumpers visitor center there and I was cool. like this is gonna be awesome we're gonna go see it it's gonna be so great and it was closed ah, <laughs> they were doing construction or something and I was ah, like bummer oh I was so bummed because I've been really looking forward to that stuff it's like yeah. one of the the like things because you know every year there's a like one or two that I like really want to see and everything else is just regular one bonuses see. yeah Right. So this was one of the like, oh, that'll be so fun. But unfortunately it was closed. So instead I came home and read a book about it. <laughs> and the book actually goes into pretty good detail about it. It really all. does. I it felt like Nora about... Roberts did a really good job of with that. Uh -huh. Yeah. The training and all the camaraderie with among the team and the actual like, you know, they're in the fire fighting a lot right. of times and the jumping out of the planes and being on call. And I'm, you know, a former military person, so I can relate to the, like being on call part right, of things, the intensity they, of it. Yeah. They ring the bell and you got to go. And I was like, yeah, yeah. Get on that, huh? Yikes. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, no, I really enjoyed it. Um, it was a good story, a little bit of romance and drama and typically Nora Roberts has some a suspense element in her stories. So what kind of suspense element did she bring to this one? Okay, so in this book, we have the main character whose father had been a smoke jumper for many years and is retired now. And so she's kind of following in his footsteps and she's been doing it for a few years. She's pretty good at it, leads the team. And so in the season before there had been an accident and someone had died and it was on her crew. It wasn't her fault. It was an accident, but apparently someone still thinks that it was her and is now coming back kind of after her for revenge. And there's a okay. lot of sabotaging of things. And there's some outright, like just incidents that happen around the camp. And, and there's a lot of stuff going on. So Ooh, okay. we eventually find out what actually happened the year before ah, okay. <laughs> and find out who was behind all of the, everything that's going on now. So, gotcha. and of course she also falls in love with one of the the hot new rookies <laughs> despite <laughs> all of her rules against ever dating anyone at work or falling in love or exactly. you know you know how that goes <laughs> i know how that goes you can't control who you fall in love with for crying exactly. out loud especially <laughs> so a hot lots, rookie <laughs> exactly lots of fire lots of love it's good <laughs> it's a good book and so nor roberts tends to usually do a really good job of um setting the scene and you feel like you're there yes and so with that with this story with all the fire and the smoke and you know the mountains everywhere did she do a good job with that in your opinion I think she did yeah. I, I mean I really I've always been interested in like kind of like behind the scenes of stuff anyway so I'm just Same. like with the lager queen I was like oh look we get to learn about craft beer brewing and now <laughs> with chasing fire we get to learn about smoke jumpers and fighting exactly. forest fires and I think it's fun that's awesome. Yeah. 
Cool. So Montana, Missoula area and the mountains, I think, but it's uh, Chasing Fire with Chasing Fire. Nora Roberts. Correct. That was Excellent. Good so where are we going next? We're okay, going so west our again. Final destination, a little bit farther west, we're going to Alaska. Ooh, nice. We've and been I did, there before. I have been there a long time ago. I did not go there this summer. That was, <laughs> <laughs> was that one of your 23 states? That was not one of the 23 states. <laughs> <laughs> we did a podcast on that together. We did. Um, so I wanted recently. to yeah. report back one of the books that you recommended and then also another book that came up as a result of that podcast. So awesome. Okay, sure. So the book you had recommended to me was The Tourist Attraction by Sarah Morgenthaler. And this to me, it was good. It was like, you know, typical Hallmark movie, rom-com. Yeah, right. The, the grumpy local opened up a diner called the tourist trap and he doesn't actually want anyone to come, but of course everyone loves it. And all of the tourists who come to town, come to his diner, yeah, come and, to his diner. Right? And, yeah. And, yeah. So this makes him um, grumpy. Exactly. Makes him even grumpier. He has a friend who's a moose. There's like a moose that like calms. So there's, there's ongoing friction between him and the moose because the moose likes to calm and like rub his antlers on the side of the guy's truck, which of course makes damage. And <laughs> yeah, because they're not like kitty cats. <laughs> exactly. And that also attracts the tourists, which that makes him upset because he doesn't want anyone to get hurt, especially right. the moose. And he does, you know what I mean? He's like, if something does happen, then the moose is going to get the short end of the stick and exactly. doesn't want that to happen. And um, so the moose plays a part. And then a girl comes to town from, I think she's from outside of Chicago. She's here on vacation. Her friend is paying for it. I believe her rich friend is paying yeah. for her vacation and it's good. It's like her bucket list trip was to come to Alaska and she is finally there. They meet, there's fireworks, there's friction, you know, rom-com yeah. stuff. And <laughs> yeah. All that good stuff. All that good stuff. And they fall in love it, but no, it was a, it was a good story. One of the things that I liked, because I read this story also, um, and one of the things that I liked about it is this poor girl, she's got her bucket list and she has very frugally found how to live out her bucket list. Right. Yeah. And so she has all these different experiences that she wants and has paid for them and has figured out how to do it on her budget. And they all fall apart. Yes. <laughs> Every single one of them is just <laughs> horrendous. And she continues, she keeps going for some reason and right. keeps She's trying to experience Alaska. She's like, is my one chance? Yeah. <laughs> to make this work. <laughs> exactly. So that, I enjoyed that one too. It was a, it was a fun story. It was a good one. I definitely agreed. And yeah. then, so I had posted the podcast episode on Facebook page. I was like, Hey, I'm on a podcast. We're going to Alaska. And my aunt recommended a book called Tisha. She's like, Oh, have you read Tisha? You have to read that. And so I looked it up at the library and I read it and it was very good, but Tisha is a true story. It's a memoir. Oh, okay. And it's about, about Tisha, presumably. Yes. A, a girl named Tisha. <laughs> she's um, half Native American, half white. And she's from somewhere like Wyoming, somewhere okay. in the West is where she's originally from. But then she goes to Alaska to work as a teacher. Oh, okay. Some sort of program where they bring in people to teach in right. remote locations. Okay. And um, it was, it was really interesting. It was in the 1970s, I think that she was there teaching and you see a lot of the like 
people from Alaska versus outsiders. Cause of course she's an outsider. And then you right. see a lot of like the race issues between the native Alaskans. Yeah. <laughs> the Alaskan yeah. natives versus okay. the white people that have, you know, moved in over time. Gotcha. And, and it's similar to here down in the lower 48, right. between the like, and she doesn't really fit into either one of those very well right, either. So I'm guessing that was part of it. Exactly. And so, um, she of course interacts with the native Alaskans, which gets her a lot of flack from the white Alaskans. And, but yeah, so exactly. It, it was really interesting. And this book Thanks. is a completely different version of Alaska than the tourist attraction. Like the tourist I'm attraction sure. is like the Hollywood version of Alaska and all the bucket lists and all everything. And then you get Tisha and it's like, Alaska is tough and rough and complicated. And, but still it was such a good story and I really enjoyed it. I was, it was good. I've read several books set in Alaska and usually there's somewhere in between reality and the Hollywood Mm -hmm. version, like you were saying, and it seems like it would be And even, even I think as, I mean, you went there before and I have not yet, but even as a tourist, you tend to get, I'm sure a sanitized version of Alaska, right? Because you're there for a short time and you're doing your bucket list stuff, whatever it is. You're generally, right. Sticking to the more populated areas. Exactly. Yeah. So she's like total greenhorn. That would be so hard. Yeah. And then you've got a chunk of the year where it's dark all the time which affects okay. you. And I'm guessing, you know, she, if she wasn't in one of the big cities, probably there's a supply issue with things right, coming guy, in and knowing right. how to live that way. Mm-hmm. Um, wow. Yeah. yeah. She, she came in on mule train with one of the supply guys. And um, that was actually one of the issues where like, you didn't bring my package. So I guess he's also the mail delivery guy. Oh, okay. He's like, I ordered a package and you didn't bring it. And He's like, I don't care. And so the story behind that is he was waiting for winter so that it would freeze because it's easier to bring things in on sled. So he was intentionally not bringing the guy's package. Because, like, <laughs> I'm going to wait for winter when it's easier. To because bring it's package. easier. Wow. Okay. <laughs> so just That's so you know, funny. Things that, yeah, you don't even think of, but yeah. So things you would never think of. Yeah. Yeah. She had cold winters and there's like holes in her, her little shack and it was just, it was Yikes. definitely a different version, but still I a bet. good story. A good story. And does it just cover like a year or several years? It's, I think it's a year. Okay. And part of the deal was if she, she does a year at this really remote place, she could move to the slightly less remote place. <laughs> okay. But you know, there's a lot of friction between the people of the village and what she's teaching all of the kids and you can't do that. And she's like, I don't care. And wow. You know, was she going to get fired? And just, yeah, it was, Jeez. It was an interesting book, but good. I mean, definitely. Yeah. Good. And back in the seventies, the tension, the tensions were different to some extent than they mm-hmm. are now. Right. Um, there's probably still some of that, but um, Wow. That sounds like a really good one. That one was Tisha. Tisha. Okay. T-I-S-H-A Tisha. Nice. Okay. And so our four books, we went to Minnesota with the Lager Queen. Yes. The Lager Queen of Minnesota. Okay. And then we went to Montana with Chasing Fire. Chasing Fire by Nora Roberts. 
And then Alaska, we have The Tourist Attraction by Sarah Morgenthaler. Correct. And Tisha. Correct. Those were the Very books. good. Those are some, yeah, some really interesting stories. Um, so what are you reading right now? I am reading The Layover. It was a book. Okay, so we what did we read in book club? It was a blue and pink cover romance. It was um, Jen McKinley, Paris is yes. Always a Good Idea. Okay, so <laughs> after we read Paris is a Good Idea in book club, I was looking online for something and sh- she has a sequel that's coming out. And the, uh-huh. I really liked the cover. I think it's something about Arizona. I remember the name. Of yeah. The and then for whatever reason, this type, the cover for the layover is a similar coloring and art style ah. to the Arizona book. So it caught my eye and it sounded really interesting. So it's a flight attendant who is on her last flight. She's about to get married. So she's on her last trip as a flight attendant because her fiance is like, okay, for getting married, you can't be a flight attendant anymore and she's like okay that's exactly what I want in my life and so see problems already I know right I'm like mm-hmm. <laughs> but anyway so she's on her last trip and of course one of the other flight attendants is a guy that she doesn't like and so there's lots of you know like it's like <laughs> enemies and petty yeah. arguments and whatever and so then they are about to break down in Belize so they're in Belize for a 24 hour layover because there's only like only one flight a day kind of thing. Okay. So this is a coveted trip stop because you get right. 24 hours in Belize. Who wouldn't want that? Who wouldn't want that? Right. So um, I think the plane's going to break down and they get stuck there. I'm about halfway through, but okay. it's been, it's a good book. I'm really enjoying it. It it's, sounds like it. That one I've seen before and it's, it's on my list. So yeah. It's a I'm lot of like behind the it. scenes of like airline attendants like what they do and passing uh-huh. out the snacks and dealing with the passengers oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> awesome how fun so yeah it's been good looking forward to yeah. reading more of it yeah well i can't wait to hear how how it ends um thank you for joining me today sheila i always love this yeah it was super fun thanks for joining me today on the literary escapes podcast If you enjoyed today's episode and maybe would like some more Literary Escape book recommendations, then come check out the Literary Escape Society. We're a community of travelers who love books or maybe book lovers who love to travel. Either way, if you need an escape, a literary escape, come join us as we read our way around the world together, one book at a time. Check out the show notes to learn more about the Literary Escape Society. And we'll see you next time on the next episode.